chapter 2, verse 23. It reads this way. Be glad then, you children of Zion. There's that children word again, sons and daughters. And rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully. And he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Now let's go over to the Amplified Bible and read the same uh, portion of scripture, Joel 2 and verse 23. And it reads this way out of the Amplified Bible. So rejoice, O children of Zion, Zion being Jerusalem, and delight in the Lord your God. For he has given you the early autumn rain in vindication, and he has poured down the rain for you. The early autumn rain and the late spring rain as before. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you for the ability to preach and teach and bring clarity to your word. We thank you for these moments that we're in, which these are very defining moments that you set up for the advancement of your purpose. Just because we are a church doesn't mean we have your purpose, but because we have your purpose, we are the church. So God, we thank you for your purpose and being filled with your purpose. And we thank you, God, that you've given us a word that will advance us in your purpose. So your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven above. We give you all the glory and honor, both in the sanctuary and the streamers, God. We thank you for moving in the midst of your people. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Go ahead and take your seats. My title today is the former and the latter rain. The former and the latter rain. Before I get into uh, this portion of teaching slash preaching that I'll do, um, my, my book should arrive, uh, just beyond grief on Tuesday. So there's a possibility that I will be signing books at the, I am the one service on next week, uh, with the vendors here. So I'll be out there in my station as well. I, I realize the importance and most of what I do, I don't do it to make money because really I'm not making any money. Once taxes is taken out of it, it I don't really make any money, but I am determined that I'm going to get proper information to people so they can thrive in life. Grief keeps you caught up in a place that's over. The only way the past exists is it, is, is it exists in your mind. You're not going to repeat that. It's over. The only time you're repeating it is when you continue to rehearse it in your mind. And grief has, a, has the ability to keep you rehearsing something in your mind that's over. So I want to talk to you about this portion of scripture here. I only took one verse of scripture. And uh, as you notice, as I read it out of the uh, Amplified Bible, the seasons are reversed. For most of you who have not traveled internationally, that is not summer in every part of this earth. Some of you will have a tendency to think that way because of being underexposed. So uh, if you're not going to the Caribbeans or someplace like that, um, it's, you get into a season where it's cooler in some areas, but those areas maintain a certain temperature. But if I was to go uh, in this month, I would normally towards the end of the month go to South Africa. And I remember my first time traveling there that I had to purchase a jacket 
because I thought it was the same temperatures as here. And it was not the same temperatures as here when I arrived there. So I had to purchase a jacket because it was just now coming into the seasons where it's starting to warm up. So if you never travel internationally, you will think that this, we're in the same season as other nations. No, if you were to travel like in December to South Africa, it's hot around Christmas. It's not a cold Christmas. It's a hot, really warm uh, Christmas. Here we have a very cold Christmas most of the time because the seasons are different. So if you're underexposed, you would think that one particular time that we mentioned, especially in the Bible, is the same as you. The Western culture thinks that everything is like the Western culture. That is not the truth. So when you're reading your Bible and you're reading about seasons, you could be depressed because you're off in your seasons. There, there is a great possibility that you could be trying to till ground and it's frozen. There is a, there is a possibility. So we're, we're all into this thing. We're all these know-it-alls, but you can't, you can't function well as a know-it-all because there's so much more that you can learn and you don't learn more until you're exposed to more. So if the seasons could be different, you could be doing something. You could, you could be trying to sow when you are supposed to be storing. So I, I want to I walk this through because, you know, I don't have a problem with a hooper with content. But I do have a problem with a hooper that doesn't have any content. If you don't give me the ability to work my everyday life and be productive in life, then you just hoop me into uh, poverty and possibly hell. And I don't need nobody hooping me anywhere but to where my destiny is. So I don't have a problem with a good hooper. There's some good hoopers out there and they have content. So I'm not against hooping. Every now and then I may hoop. So, so what happens is, according to this verse of scripture, what happens in, in Joel, he's a minor prophet. You have major prophets, you have minor prophets. Anytime I'm speaking concerning one of these individuals like Isaiah, Jeremiah, those are major prophets. Here it is, jo uh, Joel is a minor prophet and they're speaking for futuristically. The reason I'm only using one portion of scripture is because I'm being more prophetic in this message. I'll use some points, but the points are prophetic to let you know what's about to happen or what is happening. So you have to understand those things because everybody wants to prophesy. I mean, the, the Bible's got enough prophets in it. If you just read what they said and line yourself up with it, you'll get what God promised you you should get. So in this portion of scripture, God visits the earth uh, with rain. When it would rain, that was God's way of saying, I'm pleased and I'm going to visit you and I'm going to send you rain in your season and you're going to produce. That's how things would happen. It wasn't all the time something spooky went on. It just started raining. See, the more you get a revelation of the song that we're singing, Sasha asked me, Dad, do you want me to sit, want us to sing that song this morning? I said, yeah, that'll be fine. But they have to get a revelation of the song because when God gets ready to bless you, he's going to open up heaven, which means rain is going to come. And I'm not always talking about physical rain. I'm talking about the spirit of God to enhance what he wants to do in your life. I want to make another point. God does not just show up for one person. 
God will raise up one leader for a group of people. So never be selfish when God wants to reign on the whole country or the a whole county. Okay? So I'm not expecting God to just do something for me. I'm expecting God to do something from refresh and all that's attached to refresh. He, he's not going to just show up just like that. He'll heal one person, but he is not going to go to that extreme to, to just bless a selfish person. We're blessed to be a blessing. The knowledge that I have is for others. It's not just for me. I just happen to apply it. Everything I preach, I apply. Everything I preach, I apply. So the Lord visits the earth with rain on the land. So he sends rain on the land. He's speaking of that. He's speaking to the children of Zion, which is the children of Jerusalem. So I just said, me too. So let me give you this information. Let me just walk you through it. And if you don't know it all, you're going to miss half of what I say. But if you're the person that tries to absorb like a sponge, you're going to catch so much that it's going to start working in your life before you can leave the service. October through November is the early rain that prepares the land for seed sowing. Based on my study, and I have many commentaries, October through November is the early rain that prepares the land for seed sowing. So before the seed is sown, there is a, a rain that comes to soften up the soil so that now seed can be sown and it, 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 it can now, its roots can go into the soil. But it has to be a rain that comes in order to prepare the land for seed sowing. So you got to know when the time has come and not miss your seed sowing moment. So this is based on the study from October through November is the early rain. You think the early rain is, is in March. Well, it's reverse. Did you, did you understand what I said earlier? It's in reverse. So if it's in reverse, then you need, to, you need to capture that. So March through April is the latter rain that nourishes and ripens the growing crop. This is all through study. This is not Stephen A. Davis stuff. This is all through study. So you have October through November, which is considered the early rain. So when it says in your Bible, the former rain, it is talking about this particular rain that happens between October and November. So then when it begins to speak of the latter rain, it is talking about from March to April. And one is preparing the land or the soil. The other, which comes down from March to April, it is nourishing and ripening the growth of the crop. So one is to prepare it for the seed to get into the ground. The next one comes in order to ripen what's green but turns red if it's an apple. So it's ripening the fruit, it's ripening the harvest that is growing, the crop that is growing. So, so you need both. Look at your neighbor, tell them you need both. You need both. Unless you're going to eat everything green. You, you need both. So you have to understand within a season, within a year, you're going to have two seasons that you need where rain is, is detrimental if it doesn't occur. You've got to have 
the rain. You got to have the rain. So just, just stay with me here because I'm, I'm going to walk you through this thing. And this is all coming out of the, that one verse of scripture. And see, it's so important that you understand farming because Jesus related to farming all the time. You may not be a country boy, country girl. You, you may not be in of that, but you need to learn how things begin to function when you begin to sow and how needful the rain is. Some of y'all don't know how needful the rain is. You get upset when it's raining. No, well, if it doesn't rain, everything is going to be parched. You, you understand me? So, uh, Let's walk through just a little bit more. Just stay with me here. Stay with me here. So we see these particular rains that come October through November and then March through April. And then it says, I am going to send them all in one month. He said, I'm going to, because you need it. You need this rain. He said, I'm going to send them all in one month. See, we not on your schedule. We on refresh schedule, which I lead it. Now you can, you can omit what I'm saying and think you got it going on and you're eating last year's stored up fruit. I'm talking about the stuff that God's ready to do right now. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about what you had on reserve. I'm talking about what God's ready to do right now. Okay. So stay with me here. Stay with me here. I know what I'm talking about. You got your profession. I got mine too. Okay, this, this is my profession. All right. So, so we notice here in these scriptures that God promises he's going to send through Joel. He's going to send the former and the latter rain. He's going to send them in the first month. So when he says that, I started to think, okay, what are you saying? Why would you send such amount of rain in one month? Because you got to read more of the scripture. And if you read more of the scripture, there are some things, an army of the Lord that had come and it had eaten up the chewing locusts, the flying locusts and the swarming locusts. All those types of locusts had came and they had eaten up everything that God's children had. It was almost like a pandemic. When a pandemic happens, then there has to be restoration. You don't know there's need to be restoration because you don't know how much you lost. It's only when you know how much you lost that you need restoration. It's only that. Let's, let's just stop there just for a moment. Restoration, restoration, restoration. You, if you're thinking about your bank account, you may not have lost as much. But if you consider it as a whole, then there needs to be some restoration that takes place. That's why you got to get out of yourself. People are so caught up in themselves. Because if we took what you have and then we stretch it out between 10, you would be in poverty because so much poverty of over here with your cousin and your, your, your nephews and your nieces that if we took what you have and stretched it out over your family, all of y'all would be broke. So there needs to be, there needs to be some restoration and God is looking at his children, his children, and he sees that there needs to be some restoration and that restoration is going to solve all the problems of lack that they had. You, you notice that when heaven opened in Acts chapter 2 and God began to rain down the power of the Holy Spirit, the Bible said they had all things coming. That meant what nobody broke no more. 
You understand what I'm saying? As long as you got broke over here and wealth over here and broke back there and wealth up there, we got to figure out how to get it to rain. And you don't care about everybody like I care about anybody because you're not the president of the organization. So you're not going to care like I care and you're not going to present what I present because you just want to do well. And as long as you're doing well, it's fine with you. But when you're responsible for the whole, you want it to rain on everybody. You understand what I'm saying? Because if one looks bad, we all look bad. So, so these particular seasons that are coming that I see, I really don't need no amen from you. I already got that before I came to church. Let me help some of y'all. Your problem is you want cheerleaders and the game is over. The game was over before I stepped on this platform. This is already done. This is a prophetic moment. I've already preached this. I've already done it. It's over. It's done. It's raining. That's the problem. So many people try to trying to ambush you and you so far ahead. The ambush is behind you. You should have woke up a year ago if you were going to stop me today. <laughs> okay. Let's just, just, just roll on. Save your energy for some other time. So, as, as, we, as we're walking through the scripture, God gives the former and the latter rain in one month for a rapid recovery. For a rapid recovery. The only way that he would mix them together is he's expecting a rapid recovery. That's why, see, some of y'all need a rapid recovery. You, you don't need no slow, slow, no, 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 no. You need a rapid recovery. And, I, and all of you, and I, I, I kind of try to have this, and I'm not being disrespectful, but y'all black folks, y'all need a rapid recovery. And if you don't think you need one now, wait until election time in 2024 and you realize how much you need a rapid recovery so y'all ain't watching the news y'all ain't paying no attention to what's going on because you got your head down in a hole you better get your head out of that hole and you better wake up and you better wake up quick you're a criminal you can still be elected as a president you better wake up and you better wake up quick you're raising more money than the other candidate that got integrity. You better wake up quick. All right. All right. All right. Just, just trying to give a heads up. Just trying to give a heads up. The Bible says, watch and pray. Don't just pray. So you got people who are watching that are not praying. And then you got people who are praying that are not watching. Okay. Anyway. Let's go on. So God is giving the former and the latter. And you always got to pay attention to what God is doing and why he's doing it. If he's giving them both in one month, he's expediting some things. So you can't be slow in your thinking. You can't be slow in your operation. Slow folks going to miss God. I must say it again. Slow folks going to miss God. You can't be slow. You can't, I, 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 no, you can't. You got to be moving in this season because he says, I'm sending the former and the latter rain together. 
Anybody that makes you slow, get away from them. You got to get around some people that accelerate your way of thinking, your way of operating. You can't be slow in a prophetic moment like this moment because God said what used to happen from October to November and what used to happen from March to April, I'm going to make it happen all at once. Let me explain to y'all, for some of y'all, that means you're going to sow and reap in the same month. That's all in my notes. See, see, see y'all, y'all, y'all moving too slow. Y'all, no, 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 no. You, you, you got to understand and you got to read your, if you can't read your Bible, you better listen to your preacher. And I know why they're trying to cut our heads off because they don't want you ready because if you sow and you don't reap, guess who reaps? It's not that the crop don't come up. You just don't reap the harvest. Okay. Are y'all okay? So God is giving the former and the latter rain in one month. That's what your Bible says. So I'm, I mean, I'm intelligent enough. It's like, okay, if you go from taking 365 days and you bring it all the way into one month, what's on your mind? You got something on your mind that you need, I need to get on my mind. So you're no longer, you're no longer using that waiting period. Now you want to do something. You, you want to expedite something. The Bible talks about him coming and doing a quick work. So there's some quick God wants to do. So you got to start moving quicker and stop coming in with your apprehension apprehensive attitude because you need information because if you got delayed information you're going to have a delayed harvest delayed harvest is eaten from somebody else's table when you could have had your own okay God is giving the former and the latter rain in one month for a rapid recovery for a rapid recovery for a rapid recovery what rapid recovery? You know, the worst thing you can do is be so intoxicated and think you don't need to recover. I look at people all the time. I'm good. I'm good. Are you? Are you good? Or are you intoxicated? I mean, I do evaluations of people all the time. And the worst thing you can do is evaluate yourself. Self-evaluation is not good. And you, you don't see all your flaws. You don't see your real condition. It's, it's good to get an outside source to do an evaluation of you. And if you have no one outside of you evaluating you, you may not be as good as you think you are. Just helping someone. I'm just. I got friends all around that help to evaluate me. Submission does that. You can come and tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong, and even if I don't feel like I'm wrong, I'm gonna listen to you. Okay. I kind of froze in there, didn't I? But I'm still teaching. You know, I've already done this service. Y'all just getting a chance to be a part of it. God has a way of vindicating his people by sending rain upon their land, causing it to produce. Okay. 
If God wants to vindicate you, all of you who feel like you've been done wrong, the way God vindicates you is he reigns on your land and causes you to be very productive in the face of your enemy. I got five people clapping their hands off of that. When he said, hold your peace, I'll fight your battle. What he's going to do, he's going to prosper you so much. He is going to reign on your land so much in one month that those who wanted to stop you got to watch you. Stop praying that God send your enemies away. Now, they need to see your crop come up. They need to see you produce on the highest level. And, and you said, well, I don't know if God thinks like that. Well, he said, I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. So that means God's going to bless you beyond your wildest dream and let your enemy sit right there and watch it happen. I know why Apostle Long came up with watch this, watch this, watch this. Because I'm telling you... I'm. I need, I need the negative folks to feel the seats. I don't need them to go anywhere. I need them to watch my crop come up. I need, to see, I need them to see how full my corn is and my peas are not missing anywhere. I need them to see how fertile the ground is. I need them to see how well it's producing. I need them to see how the barns are overflowing. I need them to see. No, no, don't run them away. They haven't seen it yet. Let them stay long enough to see it. That's the way God vindicates you. Don't disable them. Don't take their sight. Don't take their hearing away from them. Because they're going to hear a whole lot in this coming season. They're going to see a whole lot in this coming season. And I ain't worried about it. It's God's way. He said, this is how I'm going to vindicate. In the, in the Amplified Bible, it says vindication. It says vindication. So I didn't take it out of context. It said vindication. So when God gets ready to vindicate, some of y'all are about to be vindicated. I'm telling you, some of y'all are about to be vindicated. Don't hold your peace. Let the Lord do the vindication. Some, somebody in this room and streaming is about to be vindicated. God has a way. I, I believe much of what's happened in this ministry, it happened because God wanted to show all my critics that you can't kill them and you can't take them out that easy. <laughs> I heard some of them looking for me in Atlanta right now. <laughs> I'll be over there next Sunday. You see, when you keep doing what you're doing and letting God vindicate you and produce in your life, you know, you, yeah. let's, let's go, let's go. God has a way of vindicating his people by sending rain upon their land, bringing his spirit upon what they're doing. When God's spirit comes on something, dead things live. See, See, this is the thing before I walked up, Sasha. I was thinking about everything I've done. I started at a disadvantage. Didn't have a whole lot of money anywhere. 
Everything you see, it wasn't that that I had this this major cushion. That I had somebody reserve something from me. No, 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 no. So yeah, I had to work it. I had to work it. I had to I had to use systems in the Bible to give me the victory that God told me to. See, this is the thing. When you start off, somebody gave you all that. You don't know what it takes. You don't know the ingredients that it takes, and you don't know the principles that you have to use in order to bring something up see God brought this up from me using principles how can you tear it down out of your ignorance that's not that easy so if God built your life how can somebody tear your life down that easy I was just reading I was just reading just the other day I was just reading the other day and the book is called identity by Bishop Jakes and I was reading he said no matter how much people say about you they can't kill you as long as God's purpose is in you it doesn't matter y'all worried about your critics they can't do anything to you because God's purpose is in you they have no they have to get you to focus on all the stuff they're saying that gets you outside of purpose but if you stay in purpose, God's going to reign on his purpose on the inside of you. You want to know why I'm so anointed? I increase in the anointing every time somebody tries to stop my reign. Every time something comes against me, I just go to the next dimension because I use principles that I've learned in the Bible. Don't let them kill you with their words. Let them make you with their words. Don't let them stop you with their rejection. Just step up into an arena where you're accepted by the beloved. God's about to show your enemy something. God's about, to, God's, God's about to, God's about to, he's about to prove to them that you're walking in truth. Everybody's not happy about this because you, you know, your supporters and your enemies sit in the same room. <laughs> oh yeah. See, if you read your Bible and study your Bible, you, you would know that. And you wouldn't get discouraged because of that. You got 12 guys sitting around the table with Jesus and one was a devil. Okay. So that's normal. That's normal activity. Why are your feelings hurt? You needed something to make you pray. You needed something to make you believe. You needed something to make you sleep with your Bible, not lay your Bible on the nightstand. I keep it like this, baby, all the time. The Bible says, hide the word in the midst of your heart so that will not, will not sin against your heart. I keep it in my heart because sometimes I want to knock somebody out. But, you know, but I got a word in my house that keeps my hands to my side. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. But you got, you got to understand. You got to understand that when God gets ready to combine the rainy seasons, and this is something God, man doesn't have any control over this. Man can stand there as long as he wants to and talk as long as he wants to, but he can never combine the seasons. And he doesn't have enough umbrellas to block the rain. 
You can't get enough roofing companies to block this one. <laughs> Ain't enough shingles in the earth to block this one. Let's go on. Vindicate is to show or prove to be right. Reasonable. Or justified. This season. God's going to prove what was right. He's going to choose and show what was reasonable. And he's going to justify what people call guilty. How does he do it? He keeps you flourishing. You ever heard people say, yeah, you got a lot of irons in the fire? I got plenty of them in the fire, baby. That's why I don't get discouraged over one. I just stir another one. And then stir another one. And then stir another one. And then stir another one. I used to, and I, I think business-wise, and, and you can say, well, you know, uh, so-and-so restaurant is not doing too good. Yeah, that's in your, in your city, in your community. But it doesn't mean they're not good, doing good on a larger scheme. You can say, well, nobody's shopping there. That's just in your region. <laughs> How are they staying open? And I never see any cars in the parking lot because they're, that's not the source. That's an extension. Just trying to help somebody. So this time, according to the Amplified Bible, said that this rain, this autumn rain, and this spring rain, it is coming so that God can vindicate those who are right, reasonable, and those who need to be justified. Now, how, how, can, how can people stop that? They can't, they can't stop that. Why are you going to worry? Don't worry. They can't stop it. They have no control over those type things. You, you know, if one person likes you that's really resourceful, why are you going to worry about a thousand that have nothing to benefit you with? See, that's why y'all get unnerved about all of them. And all you need is one him. Uh, I think y'all missed that. I don't, you know, I, Sasha, I think people struggle with believing that God exists. Let me show you. Let me show you over these next few months and years how much God exists. The proof that God exists is how he manifests for those who he call his own. I believe if you take ownership of him, he's about to take ownership of you. See, many, many have refused relationship with him. And he still want a relationship with you. Just think of how valuable it is when you say, God, you want me and I want you too. I'm yours and you're mine. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm just talking about going to the one you love. God's about to work on your behalf. 
God's about to work so on your behalf. And it's going to blow the minds of some skeptics. You don't wish harm on anybody. Please, if you know this is your season, don't wish harm to anybody. If you know if your season, because they can't hurt you no more. Uh, the only way they can hurt you is you be in your emotions. When you, desire, when you deny access to your emotions, the pain will cease. I only open myself up to trustworthy people. I'm on a mission, baby. If I'm on a mission, I, I ain't opening up myself. Well, I'm leaving you. Well, you were never with me. You thought you were, but you were never, you were never with me. We, we, you thought it was some way I never, because you got to earn the right to get in here. And we, we, let me talk right here just for a moment. You think that is that easy. To get an internal seat without proper vetting. The only reason you would think that way is you've never been anywhere. So, so don't worry anymore. Don't worry about this stuff. Just keep doing what you're doing. Focus in more. Be more driven. You know, you don't have that many distractions anymore. Because when they were liking you, they were distracting you. You were trying to hold together something that was falling apart. <laughs> Can I work that just for a moment? Some of the stuff that's falling apart. The only reason it was lasting as long as it did because you kept bringing it back. I don't know how much tape you got on that relationship. Okay. Anything that doesn't help to sustain itself and helps in that connection or is wrong too, it is not for. If you got to put all the energy in it, I'm helping somebody. If you have to put all the energy into the relationship, it's only one-sided relationship. Don't text them for a few days and see what happens. Because if it's a real relationship, they'll text you after three days. Okay. That's just free. That's just, that's just free. That's just free. My last point, I got to go. We got communion. We got stuff to do. Don't spend a valuable time trying to prove your innocence. Just keep producing in your season. You using your valuable time trying to prove your innocence. All you got to do is keep producing in your season. And it is proof of your innocence. See, people got this funny way of believing. They got this funny way of believing. They think that you can go on for a long time doing wrong and God's still blessed. I don't, my Bible doesn't read like that. 
Because when you are offending the principles of God, God will at some point shut it down. But if you keep producing after they have watched the Apostle Paul for a while, after the, the viper had lashed onto his hand, they changed their opinion about him after he shook the viper off. See, you got bit, but you shook it off. When you shake it off, they're still watching to see if any harm will come to you because you shook it off. And they watched for a while. They're not going, it's not going to be a two or three second watch. They watched for a while. But after they seen no harm come to the Apostle Paul, they changed their mind and thought he is a God. He remained productive even though he had been bitten. This, brother Carl, this preaching, teaching level came out of getting bit and shaking it off and still kept producing. So I'm producing I Am The One. I'm producing at Refresh. I'm producing at Stephen A. Davis. I'm producing at the Meet Me After 50. I'm producing in Atlanta. I'm producing everywhere. Why? Because you just shake that stuff all and never become non-productive just because you got bit. God will raise up a whole nother generation to believe in you. I said, God will raise up a whole nother generation. God will give you a brand new church. God will give you a brand new staff. God will give you a brand new organization. God, God will give you some brand new stuff. See, that's what y'all don't understand. This is 26 years. I got folks I ain't never seen before in my life coming up in this church. Why? Because God will give you something brand new. And when God gives you something brand new, it means you're still producing. You still got it, baby. Lay your hands on your chest. Tell them, say, I still got it. I still got it. It. Yeah, you still got it. I know I got to go, but you still have it. Refresh still has it. Lady Darlene still has it. Sasha still has it. We still got it. You want to know why? Because we're still producing. There's something that's still coming out of that drum set that couldn't come out without her being on the drum. There's a prophetic anointing that makes an announcement that we're walking into our next season because she is a drum line. We're bringing in a drum line, but she is a drum line. When she begins to play. It's an announcement that something good is about to happen at Refresh Family Church. Somebody give God a shout of praise. in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. 
Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.